Welcome to Striving for Revival with Justin Cooper. This broadcast will challenge and encourage God's people to seek revival. We pray you'll be blessed as you listen to Striving for Revival. Welcome to the Striving for Revival radio broadcast. This is Evangelist Justin Cooper coming to you today from somewhere along the Revival Trail. My, what a privilege it is to have you join us for the broadcast today. And what an honor is mine to take the King James Bible and to share with you some eternal truth from the very Word of God. I hope and trust you're having a great day so far today. And no matter where you are, what you're facing, where you find yourself, know this. Jesus knows all about our struggles. He will guide until the day is done. And everybody else might flee and forsake. But there's a friend that sticketh closer than a brother. And I'll promise you this, there is no friend like the lowly Jesus. No, not one. He's our shepherd. Thank God for that. He is our buckler. He's our high tower. He's our guide through this life. Thank God for the Lord. Thank God for God the Father. God the Son, God the Holy Ghost, and the Word of God we have in this life, and we can make it. I promise you that. His grace has brought us safe thus far, and grace will lead us on, and life is too short. It just is. It's too short to go through it with your head hanging down, your lip pooched out, your shoulders stooped low, your feet shuffling. Woe is me. Spiritual Eeyore, lightning bolts flashing, storm clouds gathering, pessimistic pity party. I'm not doing that. No, sir. I'm on the winning side, not the whining side. I didn't get sentenced to heaven. I got saved and get to go to heaven. My name's written down in a book of life. I've got a mansion on a street made of such pure gold you can look through it like glass. That'll most make a Baptist shout over the radio. I tell you, it's a good thing to be saved. And I don't know where you find yourself, but I want to tell you that you can rejoice in the Lord. Rejoice in the Lord. Maybe not your circumstance. Maybe not your situation. Maybe not the weight that presses down upon you. But you can always rejoice in Jesus, for Jesus never fails. Joy comes not from without. It is not external stimuli. Joy comes from within. It is eternal, internal stimuli. It's because Christ liveth in me and there is joy and there is hope and there is confidence for I know and I am persuaded in whom I believed and I believe this he's going to complete that work that he began in me and God is in control I hope that encouraged your heart today I feel like running a lap I might call time out come back to the microphone in just a minute we are in the book of Ruth and we're in Ruth chapter number two this will be our third Bible study in this second chapter and we are now entering into verse number eight and following and there are so many wonderful truths in Ruth chapter two that we could probably park it here for years and just stay and drop the bucket down deep into this well and draw out so many good things that we'd never get tired of it but we've got to keep on moving time is short Jesus is coming sooner and I want to see what happens next in this story now you remember that Ruth is a story of redemption it's one of two books in your Bible named after a woman. And we find throughout this book that golden thread of redemption weaving and working its way through all four chapters. This is a little book, but what a big story to tell. This is a story of a woman that we find in the beginning of the book who is wicked because of where she's from. She is wrecked because of what she's experienced, and she's wanting because she is a widow. But by the end of the story, this woman is in the family. She's got a name attached to the name that's above every name. God blesses her with a baby, and everything she lost, she gets it back and then some. And it's a great picture of you and I from before salvation 
to salvation. What we used to be, and thank God what we are, all because of our own Redeemer, Jesus Christ. Now, in chapter number two, remember the story. Ruth and Naomi have gone back to Bethlehem. Now, they've gone back, and they're in the right place, but it didn't change the fact they were still broken by a bad decision. Elimelech had led his family out of God's will, and the benefits, or rather the detriment of that, they are still reaping today. Now, listen, you sow, you're going to reap. And you might not reap today, and you might not reap tomorrow, but there's always a harvest in life, and decisions matter. I don't care if it's a big decision or a small decision. There's a ripple effect from every decision. And now they are experiencing the effect of Elimelech's bad decision. He decided on emotion to leave God's will. We don't live by emotion. We live by principle. We have faith in God. They get back to Bethlehem. They're broke. They're bankrupt. They've got nothing. They can't provide for themselves financially. Because of that, Ruth is forced to go out into fields and glean. The law of gleaning in that day, those who were widowed, those who were crippled, those uh, who were unable to provide for themselves, this was sort of God's way of providing for those who could not provide for themselves. By the way, I am not against assisting people that cannot provide for themselves. But I am 100% against providing for people that could work. Say amen right there. That could be honest. Get off the couch, unplug the video game, wipe the chocolate milk off their lip, put the bag of Cheetos down, uh, put on a pair of big boy pants, trade out the sweatsuit for a suit, and get a job. And I think we got to promote that, push that, preach that in America. We need a generation that will rise up and get a work ethic. Most folks don't even know what calluses are. They don't know what it is to have sweat run down their brow. They don't know what it is to punch a time clock, plow a field, or, or, or sit behind the desk and do any kind of work. No, they don't know that. They're just at home all the time. They're trying to be an influencer because they got a Wi-Fi connection. God help us. I like Ruth. Ruth says, don't let us sit here till we die. We're not going to look for somebody simply to, uh, to bring food to the house. I'm going to get out there and work for it. And you'll watch this because she was willing to get out and work God gave her someone who'll meet her need it's amazing so I need this and I need that you know where you'll find that <laughs> through work one man said the best place to pray for potatoes is at the end of a plow I like that so Ruth goes out into a field and the Bible says she's looking for grace and we've labored that that's what you and I need as well is grace and she makes it into the field of Boaz. Boaz, of course, is that near kinsman to Elimelech, a mighty man of wealth, a man who can give back everything that the world took away. Now, Ruth doesn't know who he is. And the Bible says she just happened into his field. But what looks like happenstance to man is providence with God. We read last time as Boaz inquires and asks whose Ruth is. He said, I want to know who she belongs to. And he tells her in verse 8, Then said Boaz unto Ruth, Hearest thou not, my daughter, go not to glean in another field, neither go from hence, but abide here fast by my maidens. Let thine eyes be on the field that they do reap, and go thou after them. Have I not charged the young men that they shall not touch thee? And when thou art of thirst, go unto the vessels, and drink of that which the young men have drawn. Then I like the response. She fell on her face, and bowed herself to the ground, and centered him, why, and that's a good phrase to underline, have I found grace in thine eyes, 
that thou shouldest take knowledge of me, seeing I'm a stranger. Now, if I come unglued in just a minute, you'll just have to bear with me. But there is such a perfect picture painted for us in our text of what Jesus Christ has done for you and I. When Jesus found us, we were not righteous. We were not saved, nor did we deserve his salvation. But I'm glad he did not throw us aside. I'm glad he didn't cast us away. I'm glad that he said, you know what? Even though you don't know who I am, even though you don't love my name, even though you're not walking in my direction, I'm still going to meet your need. Isn't that a blessing here? Ruth doesn't know who Boaz is. Ruth doesn't know that he can change her life. Ruth just knows this man's being good to me. I'm a stranger and he's taking me in. I'm a, a unwanted by the rest and he wants me. I don't deserve to be here and yet he's made a spot for me and that's exactly what Christ does in the life of the lost man. Every breath the lost man breathes. That's a handful on purpose. Every time that lost man makes it home safe from the bar. That's a handful on purpose. Every time he gets to sleep at night and gets a rest through the night, that is a handful on purpose. God wasn't just good to me and is not just good to me since salvation. My goodness, God's been good to me from the very moment I was conceived in the womb of my mother. He's been good. God is good. It's the goodness of God that leadeth thee to repentance. And he said, I don't want you to go anywhere else. He said, Ruth, you stay right here. He said, I'm going to take care of you from my hand to your mouth, from my table to your table, from my field to your fullness. I'm going to provide everything that you need. Go no place else. Neighbor, you might be listening to me today and not saved. I want you to know that Jesus loves you. I want you to know that God cares for you. And I want you to know everything you have has come to you from God. And no, you don't deserve it. No, you haven't merited it. And no, neither have I nor do I. But God is just good like that. And he died on a cross to save you from your sins. We're going to get further into this text next study our time flies by together and uh, we'll continue down deeper into the chapter make sure you read ahead and join me as we do that and until then pray with me for revival thank you for joining us today for striving for revival with justin cooper listen at this time every weekday as we strive for revival